this episode, you might get a little dizzy. I'm saying, you know, uh, symptoms may include vertigo. Vertigo, just a little bit, yes. Especially the, that is the villain's name. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. We are back after having, you know, last week off because, of course, I was in Arizona. But we're back talking some Batman the Animated Series. And we have, of course, Off Balance Night, which... Yeah, good episode. An introduction to a uh, certain character, certain character that uh, shows up in this one, which is great. But uh, anyways, Scott, how's it going, sir? Going just fine. Yeah, I was thinking about that because, you know, this is our 50th episode. It's the 50th episode of the series in production order. And then to realize that there are so many like, this is a real special episode when you actually like stand back and look at it. Absolutely. I mean, you think about who shows up in this episode. Mm-hmm. We talk about the voice cast in this episode. Ooh, yeah. You look at some of the you look at some of the production credits mm-hmm. on this episode. Um, it's and and oh. it has I didn't I, I didn't realize until the scene started and I was like, oh, this is the episode. It has one of my favorite. It has I think the greatest Gordon line. Like when I think about Batman the Animated <laughs> Series. Gordon has a line that goes, I quote that on a regular basis. And it was so it was so great to go, it's in this episode. Yeah, you did a you did a whole, you know, Leo DiCaprio thing. There it is. There oh, yeah, it is. Love it. But uh, what's up, guys? How's everybody doing? Did you know we got Ryan here? Vertigo was a member of the Suicide Squad in the 90s. Yeah, this is a this is a character that uh, you know, I I mean, I don't know, like I haven't I don't know the knowledge of like the background of this character right here. I'm sure he's a green arrow villain. He's a green arrow. Was he in the green arrow show? He was right. I want to say he was, he was, there were two different vertigos. Yeah. Yeah. There there was, there were two different vertigos in arrow. Uh, The second one was definitely the better one (laughs) in my opinion, because I remember because vertigo actually shows up in season one of arrow and it's, they do it as, a uh that's the drug that's the new street drug that's going around starling city that's right in season that's one. right yes 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 okay I'm trying to remember all that Ugh, man it was tough getting through arrow in the later seasons uh you know but that's just that's just what happens Let's but i think on. but 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 that was an interesting discussion point because um i'll get into it a little bit later uh, when i get into my what this episode is based on there but it's go. really interesting. I remember people always like to. I love when people love to crap on Arrow for saying, "Oh, all they do is use Batman villains," and yet here we have a Batman the Image Series episode. There's an Arrow, Green yeah. Arrow villain. So yeah, man, the tables were turned even before Arrow. What's going on, Jason? Both Jasons, how you doing? Hail to the Batman, Tyler. What is going on, Cat? How's it going? Fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Who else we got here? We got Jesse. Hey, everybody joining. Of course, Tony right here. How's it going? Captain Gator Girl as well. Thank you guys for joining. But uh, yeah, uh, watching this episode, great episode. And I want to say that the uh, the animation studio is good. Uh, I don't know. It's the same animation studio that did last week's episode, I Am okay. the Night, and then also did Heart of Steel Part 1. And I mean, Part it, so it's not Spectrum. Oh no, 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 this is not special. Okay, okay. I you know, but I was actually kind of going because I'm trying to I was trying to decide. I mean, I know when like they convert it now to digital, you could see some of the you know, we've talked about we could see some of the uh the spots a little bit more sometimes in certain spots. And yeah, I could see um the dust particles and whatever the hell. But I thought the animation, I was like, oh, I couldn't decide whether it was or not. I, I, I might might need another refresher episode that has full on spectrum to remind me. Yeah, well, we got we've uh, I'm trying to think, you know, if we've got a Spectrum episode coming up soon. I think, I think actually we go, I think we go a bit before okay. we get another Spectrum episode, but I'll be sure to point it out For to sure. you. Um, way to go. No, this is, this is Spectrum. Yeah. But uh, before we get started, okay. I, I want to do, I want to do a little bit of a history lesson on Let's this do episode. It. Uh, this, gather around. This you? is a pretty, you know, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is pretty much a very, true to form adaptation of detective comics number 411 okay. from may of 1971 which was written by denny o'neill with art by bob brown in the comic this is the first appearance of talia in the comics 
And while he does not appear in the comic itself, it is the first mention in the comics of Rachel Ghoul. is. And we know how this episode so, ends too. So it's like, ooh, exactly, ooh. which I'm going to talk. I mean, <laughs> I still, from, I, this is, this is one of those crazy episodes to go back and think about how 10 year old me processed yeah. this episode. Yeah. Uh, now, in in the original issue, there was this character I had never heard of before mm -hmm. called Ebenezer Dark. Apparently, it was issue Detective Comics 405, so about six months prior, was the first mention of the League of Assassins yeah. in the comics. Right. And when the League of Assassins were introduced... Ebenezer Dark was presented as the leader of the league. So what they did for this episode was they just did the switcheroo where they took out Ebenezer and in his place put Count Vertigo. There you go. Crafty. I mean, that's how you adapt this kind of stuff right here. And speaking of like well, and also yeah. adapted by Lynn Ween. Oh, okay. Who, once again, we talked about before with Moon yeah. of the Wolf. Okay. Uh, you know, this is the guy who co-created Wolf. Wolverine co-created right. Swamp That's Thing. That's right. Yes. And yes. So, he, so he's the one adapting this episode and Kevin Altieri, one you know, one of those all-star directors we've seen on many episodes, directed this episode. So there's a lot of power, a lot of power going there. on. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a great episode too, because I mean, obviously, like we said, Vertigo is not a it's not a Batman villain, it's somebody different, it's a new challenge. And then of course the introduction of Talia, and then of course the mention of Society of Shadows. That's an interesting name. Well, okay. <laughs> you can you obviously and I also love how this ties like into like Nolan's trilogy and yeah. everything else. I mean, you can under understand with standards and practices why they wouldn't call it the league of assassins yeah of course yeah assassin yeah. killing yeah that's yeah that's that's not that's not gonna happen uh they probably i know i do not know this for sure this is speculation on my part uh -huh. i'm assuming they went with society of shadows for the alliteration it does work yeah Yeah, I just think it's interesting is that when they show up in the Dark Knight trilogy with Nolan, he called them the League of Shadows. So there was a part of me in 2005 <laughs> going, you just kind of did a little mix and match, yeah. didn't you? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's League of Assassins, Shadows, Society. You know, I know when it was mentioned, I was like, it just like clicked in my brain again. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They call the Society of Shadows in the animated. So, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, it. it when it's mentioned, you just kind of go, okay, it's it's kind of like a half Leo DiCaprio. You're like, okay, okay, I get what you're saying there, you know, but you're not you're not a full on, you know. Uh, but yes, the, the episode opens up on these, well, I don't know if we call it the Statue of Liberty. It is Gotham City. I guess it's their own version. It's the Statue of Freedom. Statue of Freedom. There it is. I knew it had some. Because that's out. actually how the issue, that's how Detective Comics 411 opens. Oh, well, there you go. So yeah. In Gotham, it's called in, in the in the in the DC universe that is referred to as the Statue of Freedom in right. Gotham Bay. Interesting, interesting. So there you go. And uh, I mean, I'm wondering is did they uh, you know obviously you go back to Batman Forever when the you know the opening of that. I mean, I I, I would assume that they. Got, I just love, man, I tell you what, Joel Schumacher, yeah, he he was just like we're gonna make we're gonna make that this gotham city just look like it's just out of just another fucking world and uh he, you know when it came to batman forever going into batman robin he said hold my beer let's uh let's really make it like like it's literally in a slow, snow globe and i always joke about how batman returns is in a snow globe but man when you see some of those shots in batman and robin when they're chasing it's like i mean yeah there's structure i mean like how do you actually build that but you know you, you, you don't yeah, yeah, you don't. You suspend you, that. Just you don't. And you just you, you you don't you don't watch Batman and Robin unless you're playing a drinking game. Anyways, so we got this right here. So then, of course, we got Batman who's meeting a guy named Twitch, who has some information about what's going on. He mentions the Society of Shadows, saying that they have their you know their their claws. And I look, I like this little transition too. They got their claws in every little slimy deal in Gotham. And then all of a sudden, you see one of the agents with like claws. claws. You know, I'm like. <laughs> This is a yes. very well-directed episode because not only because obviously this is about vertigo and you know, all that. There's a lot of other things like water that's swirling. 
that you see. And they and at the end, when they're in the bell tower, it's a swirled stair staircase. So there's a lot of like symbolic like imagery that's going on in this episode, which I appreciated because of obviously what this episode is. So I thought that was cool. Well, it's also a cool callback because in the comic, when the snitch gets killed by the League of Assassins, yeah. they actually stab him with the claw. Oh, wow. Nice. But yeah, they get up there pretty quickly and, of course, do their thing. And, of course, you know, Batman takes one. And I mean, Twitch, you know, who is this Twitch? That he doesn't make it. He doesn't. Make, yeah. I mean, he gets he lands in the water. We assume he's OK. I mean, no, no. I paid attention to this. Oh. Watch it. He bobs back up and then he just sinks back like you can tell that he's like he just he's like this well, and then he sinks back in i'm like what's dude yeah, i know well what's in we just saw a guy die on screen well, then of course wow. you get the two uh shadow agents that basically after you know batman chases them down they just release some kind of gas that looks like they suicide themselves but apparently they don't No, they're just they're just yeah. Dead, that's it. Basically. Yeah, because like you know, in the next scene with Gordon, we have Batman goes, "Yeah, they use some gas to just basically wipe out their memory." And I'm like, "Oh," because I literally was going, "Oh man!" I'm like, did they just like really kill themselves? They 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 got away with that? But then of course, yeah. Then then we're like, "No, no, just wipe your." Now they're just gonna be in some kind of hospital and just staring at the wall because, yeah. But they lived. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Right, right. Thanks, thanks to one line of dialogue. Yes. One line of dialogue. I'm sorry. That animation <laughs> was like, yeah, it was like, and then all of a sudden he just takes off the mask and the eyes are just dead eyes, full on dead eyes. It's like, all right, well, he even shakes his yeah. arm and it's just like hanging there limply. I think it's just them just trying to push it. You know, it's all them just trying to be like, oh, let's try to get, let's try. I mean, you know, because obviously. Probably, I don't know if this was even in the the actual book or anything like that. But I mean, they, I mean, obviously, if if you have like the secret organization and you have something that's going to basically, you know, oh, we're, we can't get captured, so we just got to die. It's not like, obviously, the main, you know, when you see in movies, they always have that uh, that that tooth or whatever the cyanide, cyanide, yeah, yeah, yeah where yeah. they're just kind of, and then it just you foam at the mouth. This is a little less, you know. It's a little less than that, where it's like, not that. It's just gas, though. But I really was going, man. I mean, that they were really. I, I bet you they had to go back and forth a couple of times to get this scene. Like, <laughs> you, you, you've got to imagine. I can imagine standards and practices oh. having a conniption. Yeah, and I like it. May the shadows live forever. And then just psh, crazy, crazy. But um, and then of course um. We get our first look at uh, Italia in the distance. She's on the dock, of course, with uh, her binoculars looking at what just happened. And uh, who voices Italia? She's sitting by the dock on the bay yeah. watching the tide, you know, float away. There you go. Nice one. Nice. Nice. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I dig it. I dig it. But I wanted you to reveal because, you know, I, I know. But uh, who uh, who is voicing Italia? Oh, that would be... Um... That would be hell. Oh Slater. yeah, that is hell. If, if if you don't, if that name doesn't mean anything to you, um, one shame yeah. on you, and two, our very first theatrical Supergirl oh, from man. that awful movie from 1980. Awful movie, but oh, but, yeah, but this little dude right here was uh, crushing on her pretty hard because, well, let's face it, it's Helen Slater. She's gorgeous. Oh no no no! <laughs> if you weren't crushing on Helen Slater, <laughs> yeah. I. I got I nothing for it. Like she's what makes that movie worth watching. Exactly. If you're gonna watch Supergirl, just watch it for her because she's goddamn gorgeous, you know. And that's that's the only reason why you need to. But other than that, yeah, it's a it's a it's a bit of a and, and, and you know, and to her credit, um, still is like because she played yeah. she played the she showed up in the Supergirl TV show as the yep. mom, and I'm just like age good on you gracefully Ellen. age gracefully for sure for sure so yeah we get our first look at her and then of course we get to gordon who's uh you know he's in the uh you know shooting some guns doing some target practice not wearing any uh things over his ears that i noticed maybe he's got little earbuds yeah. <laughs> but usually it's always like uh you know full-on headgear but they were like oh, yeah. no we don't need to add that i guess we don't need to add that because that's gonna you know it's gonna take a little bit more time but i wrote that i was like yep not wearing any headgear any ear protection <laughs> when he's shooting and then of course batman just sneaks in there and i love how he just like he decides to like 
just take he just stands in front of one of the targets and it's perfectly like a line with him. Like, I know it's so great because he's like <laughs> he's like scanning he's like and a lot of was like I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> because like you know Gordon kind of after he's done he kind of hears something he's like Batman and then he's like and then yeah it scans over here and then you just see him it's like oh yeah I mean that's I mean, it's a good way to get shot there Batman you got to be careful with that. But um no, 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 no. He he waited. He, oh, he waited did. until um Gordon like completely unloaded the chamber. True, true, true. You know he did. He did. Um, but yeah. Then of course you know he updates him on everything, and I love how like you know the, furthering and like you said, you know, with uh the Batman and, and and Gordon relationship in the show. I mean, it furthers this because Gordon is very impressed on how much Batman actually knows because Gordon just you know not too long ago was like, hey, let's get some shit on this. Whatever is happening. This uh, thing that's supposed to be delivered from Wayne to Wayne Tech and all this thing. And Batman's already like 12 steps ahead of him. And he's like, Jesus Christ, didn't I just like, like, he's just very impressed, I guess you could say. Right. He said, he said, I literally just gave yeah. out the, that posting two exactly. hours ago. He's like, How do you know all this? It's like, yeah, that's well, Batman. What can you say? And, and not to mention, you know, it's also the same guy who, uh, well, you know, who, whose name is Wayne. So I guess that helps too. And then of course, yes, he delivers a line that it just erased their, uh, their minds and all that stuff. And then, and then, uh, and then of course, uh, he does his Batman thing where he disappears. And what does he say? One of these days, I'm going to nail his feet to the ground. There it is. I love yeah. that line. That's the I ultimate love... line right there. That's the ultimate line. What's going on, Mom? How you doing? Hey, Mama. Yeah, we had some lunch today, which was great. Brought, our, brought some rotisserie chicken. Delicious. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's the uh, the infamous line that I think we've referred to a couple of times, a couple of few times uh, on here. You know, uh, with, when, when Batman does his disappearing act, but I love that. He just says it, too, like... One of these days, I'm gonna nail your feet to the floor. You know, it's just he's just kind of like, stop doing that, stop it, damn it. But uh, you know, that's it. we further that relationship, and we gotta love it. So we get to um, we get to this drop off, this delivery that the cops need to aid because it's you know it's it's essentially they call it a drill, but it's used as like ultrasonic waves to kind of just. I guess you could say, right? That's that's what this weapon, not really a weapon. I don't know. I guess it's a weapon. It looks like a rifle. No, it, it's it, it's one of those things. Yeah, but but you know, so can a drill. Yeah, true. It looks way. like I mean, a gun. It, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it's one of those items that like, like any good thing from Wayne Enterprises. It's like it has its express purpose, but of course, someone who is dirty dealing can find some way to weaponize it. Because it's still it's still a it's still a piece of technology that can cause destruction, but so can you know any tool. Yeah. Any tool can be used improperly to destroy something. So yeah. I would say that that's that's what I mean. It's using sonic waves to basically you know because think about it this way: if you don't have to worry about a drill bit, it's never going to break down. No. Like, you don't have to keep on replacing yeah. the blade. You can just, like, you, you can, you know, it, it can be a little bit more precision, more I think, is the is the idea. It makes sense. This is what the guys needed in Armageddon to destroy. Oh, the, yeah, totally. Rock. I mean, if they would have had something like this, yeah. it would have been a lot easier, and maybe some more people would have survived that crazy. Uh, I still love Ben Affleck's <laughs> commentary. You ever heard his commentary? commentary. Yeah. Yes, where, he goes, where he just says, Ted to Michael Bay, wouldn't it be easier to train the astronauts to do the drill as opposed to training the drill like experts to be astronauts? It's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, Ben. I mean, it's like, yeah, well, it's true. But at the same time, you don't have a movie. So, you know, got to do that. And we, you know, I, I love Armageddon. I don't give a shit. So, yeah, love that movie. Anyways, another tangent right there. But uh, yeah, so we got Lucius Fox, we got Bullock right here that, you know, when the delivery shows up for for this uh, for this drill, this ultrasonic drill. And then, of course, we get our first like full on introduction of Vertigo and we see the, ooh, and the you know, that's why I was kind of, you know, I was good with the animation, you know, because obviously it's got to do the the whirling. And then, of course, everybody's just like, whoa, you know, everything looks all crazy okay. and spirally. Here's something. OK, this is something that has always bugged the stew out of me for the last 30 years okay and i and i'm and unfortunately it takes ogs like us to remember this i'm going to ask you <laughs> okay when this episode first aired i would swear to god above that the wavy effect was not in the animation huh 
Interesting. I, I, okay. You know, the, like you, you get, the, you get the, like the, you, you get the pulse, you get the, you get the, the, you know, the, the spiral thing coming from his eyepiece. But if you look at the animation, the image itself kind of goes. Oh yeah. It starts getting all crazy and wavy. Huh? I will hand to God. Put I Mandela put effect. Stand. <laughs> it's the Mandela I, effect. I will promise you that that wavy effect was not there huh. when the episode first aired, but that that was added in some sort of post-production later on. Now, I cannot remember if oh, I saw it later when it aired on television or if this was something that I first noticed when the DVDs came out in 2004. Yeah. But I will, I will, I will put money down that the wavy thing going on throughout the episode was not there when that thing originally aired in 92. See, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember too. And I'm, you know, and I, you know, I remember this episode back then too, but yeah, and I'm, I think you might be right because it could have, yeah. When they were putting them on DVDs or whatever the hell they probably just, eh, let's just add a little effect because it probably didn't take much. I mean, essentially they're just taking the image and just making it a little bit more, crazier but you actually might be right yeah i think you actually might be right that's we must research this for conspiracy theories and stuff i don't know but i think you actually might be right that's a good you know, yeah i'm i'm, Char I'm charlie day charlie now. day yeah no i'm putting it on <laughs> you know you got a cigarette in your mouth you're <laughs> connecting all the dots i mean that could be it right there cue that cue that drop but uh yeah so you might oh that's interesting you're blowing my mind with that you totally blew my mind with that because I'm trying to remember but I, who knows who knows but yeah so we see that and obviously you know it's over his eye and it just causes everybody to just um yeah even even yeah see Captain Gator Girl. She's you know, Scott's always right there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. But um so then, of course, you know, everybody's all, you know, obviously, I mean, Bullock is almost, I mean, he pretty much, I think Bullock throws up a couple of times. I don't know. He just saw, there's a couple of times where you see him just go like that and covers his mouth because obviously Bullock's probably got a full belly because he's always eating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, man. You know, it's also interesting that what they do in this episode, like they would do in these early, like this first, you know, the first two seasons of the show is vertigo is not a metahuman no this is this is a piece of technology this is a piece of yeah. technology which also I, I you know just to kind of deepen the arrow connection you know because they didn't bring metahumans in until season two of that show yeah. so there was always like that nolan-esque grounded approach true approach of how these villains do it and so i thought it was funny going oh batman the animated series did the same thing because this vertigo has a has an eyepiece that does it that he's not a medic yeah this. so that is interesting and then of course batman intervenes and uh you know then he you know as this really is it this shot right here let me know that i write that batman fight no there's like another shot never mind uh but uh you know of course batman comes in and then uh and then of course he just does it on Batman. Batman gets all like, you know, discombobulated and just like whatever the hell. And of course he, uh, and um, it's interesting when Vertigo, like he, when he escapes, he, it's like a plane slash helicopter. Is that oh, what it's that called? A, it's, it's called a gyrocopter. Gyrocopter. That, okay. That's what it called. it. It, it kind of looks like a, um, a BB, uh, from, you know, like, uh, uh from, uh, the Rocketeer. Yes. But actually, because actually, it's actually in the Rocketeer. Howard Hughes flies one of those at the end of the movie to save Cliff from the Nazi Zeppelin. I need to revisit that. I need to revisit that movie. It's been so long. I need to revisit that movie so much. It's on. It's on Disney Plus, right? Oh yeah, it's on. Disney yeah, Plus. I need to revisit yes. that. I'm gonna put that on the list to revisit because it's been it's been a long time. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of like, oh. Is that actually a thing? And I'm like, I'm sure it, it is a thing. Yeah, gyro. It, re it really okay. is a thing. Yes, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Um, so then you know he gets out, gets away, and then well, Talia intervenes. She she intervenes with the whole thing. I mean, it's like one of those things. Like if you didn't know the the that the fact that Talia is not exactly good. I mean, she gives a lot of hints that yeah, she's definitely there's something. something oh, oh come mysterious. on, come on, come on. If if if. Let, let's look at the evidence here. I mean, yeah, even I know. ten year old Scott, who had no idea who Talia Al Ghul was, because yeah. this, this is, as far as ten year old me is concerned, this is the deep cut. Oh, as yeah. far as Batman mythology is concerned, mm -hmm. oh, okay. Let's let's examine the evidence, <laughs> and this will be stereotypical and cliche, and I don't give a yeah. shit. Because let's be honest here, 
Um, skin tight black cat suit. Check. Yes. Uh, long hair that covers one of your eyes. Check. Something that resembles an Eastern European accent. Check. Yeah. No. This. This. She. She ain't. She ain't no good. She ain't. She ain't no good. Nope. I. I have. I have the evidence before you, yes, Your Honor. There it is. Exhibit A, B, and C. Right there. I didn't even think about. Yeah. The accent. You always. Yeah. It's a nice accent, but it's not trustworthy. It's not a trustworthy accent. <laughs> you know, something's up. I've watched way too many Bond movies exactly. to know that when you have you get that, European you get accent, that you are the bad yes, one. Exactly. You definitely get that feel from that accent. Uh, so then, of course, he gets away and uh, Alf, or we go back to the Batcave. And we got Alfred polishing, you know, wiping off the, the big, huge penny. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, because we tell you know we 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 now know where that penny has come from. Obviously, if you watch Almost Got Him, we we know where, why that penny exists. But I just love how Alfred's just on a ladder, just giving it a little wipe down, you know, getting some smudge off of it. Yeah, it's cool. But there's you know there's the is this that we but we were wondering like is this the first time we've seen the uh, the penny in the Bat Cave since? Well, since this is because this is what I was yeah. thinking about when I asked the question and almost got him was I remember the scene of Alfred yeah. on a ladder polishing okay. the penny. I, I think if we go by thanks to production order, I think we got the giant penny introduced and almost got yeah. him. And now we actually get to see it in the bat cave. In the bat cave. That's funny. That must have been how the hell do you get that thing in the bat cave? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how, the, the giant penny. The freaking dinosaur. Yeah. How does he need fit in? I mean, I can't get a couch through my front door. <laughs> I know. I'm, I mean, the bat wing had to be utilized in some fashion when it came to these big, huge things. And how, I don't know. Hey, that's for, uh, you know, we can we can have a whole episode on like, how does Batman do this? How does Batman do that? It's on his off time. Bruce Wayne and Alfred just uh, handling it. Maybe Dick was involved, too. Dick Grayson was also involved. I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, we could talk about that in another episode. But anyways, so he's doing that. And then, of course, um, Alfred inadvertently helps Batman figure out, you know, where possibly um, um, where Vertigo and his uh, and these uh, shadow agents were, because, you know, Bat Alfred, of course, being the parental figure and be like, hey, you know, you really need to. Um, you know, maybe relax a little bit. You've been I'm kind of pushing a little bit hard. You're not going to know your right hand from your left hand. And then Batman's like, Alfred, you're brilliant. Because it's Alfred. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I love yeah, the response. He's just like, yeah, yeah, sure. What did I say? I don't even know. Um, because, you know, because obviously with the vertigo thing, you don't know which direction is which. So, he was saw, saw that they went west, but actually they went east. So, hey, there's got to be a bell tower somewhere over there. Though I'm kind of wondering how many bell towers are actually in Gotham City. Something tells me there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But but he but he obviously was going far away. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like you'd have a base in the city. True. When this this is kind of cool too because you know you've got this weird monastery looking thing you know not not creepy or suspicious at all like on, on, <laughs> all the, right. on the cliff it, it's like that scene of shazam when sh when when billy and freddie go to the real estate agents like what's with the other cliff yeah. you know with like waves crashing and i'm just like this is so funny because it's true it's true and then they they made fun of that whole thing too about about villain layers and uh harley quinn you know they made fun of that thing too it's just like yeah it's true it's ridiculous at that if you think about it um but yeah so then obviously we're going here in batman's uh you know he shows up we don't know how he shows up i'm assuming i'm gonna say glider i'm just, i think the glider was somewhere there but they just didn't want to incorporate it in the animation but he's in a tree looking at everything and i mean like right away one of the agents has already spotted him oh it would have been a glider yeah. because kevin altieri is the one who hates the Batman. okay <laughs> that's right that's right i remember mentioning that so yeah it had to be the glider but you know and eh, we cut that because 22 minutes um and then of course we see natalia and um you know, we're kind of wondering again, I mean, I, even though we already know that, you know, this is all just a big setup, but at the same time, it's like, well, she's getting attacked and we got, we get to see her moves. I mean, I'll, man, she's got some moves. I mean, they attack her, grab her, and then she just starts fucking them up. All these guys. But then again, it could be all, a, it's all ruse and like, it's basically WrestleMania, I guess you could say. Well, no, actually, you know, I oh, true. don't think it is a ruse yeah. because Vert, 
because remember she's she's going after vertigo right. so this is You're this right. kind of fits in with the original comic where in the comic dark and race had kind of splintered yeah. off so this is like an offshoot yeah. of you're right the I, league yeah totally yeah i totally didn't think about that i'm like oh yeah that's right she's i mean obviously obviously she's part of the you know of what's happening but vertigo's very much branched off and doing his own thing she's there to stop him but she's also there of course to for for the weapon i guess you could say but yeah she shows her moves and then of course batman comes in and i mean and then all of a sudden the flirting be begins i mean you know it's just natural obviously oh, immediately yeah. <laughs> yeah you know he's basically saying one you know he he talks about the odds and how you know it, it's just the flirting just starts right there which is like okay yeah we know obviously four against one those are nasty odds and then um batman gets his belt cut off which that's not good i mean i, I love how there's like a quick little thing of one of the agents just like getting that belt off because then of course later on a little later on we you know when he needs the belt it's not there I also thought it was interesting how it was it was slick enough that because mm -hmm. in the middle of the fight he didn't realize he'd lost exactly it. did not realize he lost it and um yeah so and then of course we get to see what the gun or not the gun but you know the drill actually does because uh one of the agents decides to fire it at them and yeah it just basically just crumbles it just creates like a, a hole underneath their feet and they fall down uh, into I guess a, a cave kind of thing. I don't know. They the they survive. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And they survive, even though they at first they're just laying there, kind of lifeless. But but you know they survive, of course. And uh, and then when I guess they got brought into, they're not in the same spot, right? They got brought into somewhere, obviously somewhere else. And uh, well, they well they because they were taken into yeah. the monastery itself. And, yeah. And then this is funny too because we always talk about if Batman gets knocked out, why has, do no villains just immediately go and take that mask off of him? So when Batman wakes up, his mask is is totally pushed back. She was just like, "I gotta had to clean your wounds." Sorry, you have you know a bunch of and his face is messed up. <laughs> yes. He's got he's got some shiners on him. He's got some golf ball size bruises on his face, and he starts freaking out too. And he's like, "Well, then you know." It's like it's just kind of funny how she's just like, "Well, I had to. It was easier to clean your wounds." Sorry, <laughs> it's like yeah. She didn't hold back. She was like, "No, I'm just gonna do it." But maybe deep down, she probably already knew, right? Um, not yet, you know, that not yet, mm. because I, I, it's one of those things that we know that Raish eventually knows. Um, but Raish also gives an explanation of how he, how he could figure yeah. it out. So you, there's always the question of did Raish always know or did Talia tell him? I like to think Raish figured it out on his own because, you know, let's be honest. <laughs> It's not that hard to figure out if you just <laughs> she really just think about it, put the two and two together. Yeah, if you just take a little time and go, well, you know, think about it. Yeah, true, true, true. But uh, I just like how freaked out he was. And then, of course, you know, they're trying to get out. And then um, he goes, well, I can easily get it with you. And then he's just like, but my belt. He's just so he's just uh, talk about just waking up and feeling helpless, even though he has a line where he, he doesn't like to feel helpless. But man. Does he feel like just, you know, first off, he wakes up, mask off, no belt. How the hell? What, what am I going to do here? <laughs> kind of thing. But Talia, she's got the solution. Yeah, just pull out a, I always love that, that hairpin. Because you're right, a hairpin's <laughs> going to pick a lock like that. Of course. Anything that has that small enough to fit in the lock and you could do your thing. Hey, in movies and everything anything you know anything can pick a lock apparently so obviously she pulls it out of her hair and does that and, and notice and notice the animation i, I noticed a little cheat there yes. did you see it i think i no wait i was thinking of something else what was it you notice how she makes sure it's almost like real actors she turns her back to the camera so you can't oh. so they didn't have to animate her actually like <laughs> picking the lock because her body is covering the lock true yeah, that makes sense. I mean, hey, saves some time to uh, animate all that stuff. So, yeah. So they get out of there. And then um, she starts kind of talking about like, oh, yeah, Vertical worked with my father and all this stuff, setting up that whole thing. Um, and then they make it to this lab where obviously the door is open. So they immediately 
obviously the, both of them being pretty smart. It's like, well, this is a trap. <laughs> We're just walking. I, and I so appreciate that. She's like, yeah, this is obviously a trap. Of course. Yeah. yeah the door is <laughs> open. I mean, do we have, yeah, I would like it. I know. Right. <laughs> It's like, you know, when, when you have like just convenient things happen, you know, and I just like how they pointed that out. It's great. Um, so obviously Vertigo hits his Vertigo device and it starts getting all crazy again. And then she was just like she I guess she had uh, like contacts in her eyes that helped her with all that. But she when they fell, they fell out. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, obviously she's not going to go looking for him. I and mean, trying to find in the, that, that little tap, whatever that fell in, try to find a, some contacts in there. That's going to be awful. Anyways. Um, what so she, way, an, an animation goof right here, by the oh. way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the completely blank yeah. yellow oval. On back <laughs> and it was like not even like fully, like it was like scrunched down too. I was like, oh, that was weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's all. I, uh, it happens one. It happens one other time. Does it? in this third act? Oh wow! I don't think I saw it the other time, but I saw it with this time. Um, so then, of course, like uh, <laughs> this is where um, um, Batman. I literally said Talia and Batman have a moment. They have a moment where they like grab yeah, each other's they, hands. They grab his hands and, and they come in. together <laughs> and they look at each other's eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like they all they didn't do was kiss. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. And uh, he basically guides her through the room. Obviously, there's traps. I mean, it's 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 straight out of fucking Indiana Jones right here, where you touch, you know, a little um, block in the floor, pushes down, you know, and things start flying out the walls and everything like that. So, um, you know, he guides her through. And then, you know, how did he do that? I just had his eyes closed. <laughs> just close your eyes when it's and everything. Why not? Yeah. Well, I mean, he is ninja like, right? He is the Batman. He is the night. He is the darkness, the shadows and all that stuff. So it makes sense. It makes sense where it's like, OK. And I actually was like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's a good Batman choice to just be like, hey, if I'm going to get out of this, I don't have my utility belt. Just close my eyes. Just close my eyes. I like that. <laughs> Well, if you think it's the eyes that are the weakness at that point, because the, the, he can't experience the vertigo if he's not looking at the images that the, you know, what the, I think he said radiation. Yeah. is what's causing the disorientation. So closing your eyes, well, you can't be disoriented if you're not looking at something. Well, that makes sense. I like it. And then, um, and then, of course, uh, uh, he's on top of the bell tower. Um, and then, like, again, I like the the spiral imagery. we got the stairway. I mean, of course, it's natural. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, OK, cool. They're keeping that throughout this whole episode, which I thought it was cool. And um, so, of course, naturally, he's doing the vertigo device again and then firing at them. And then she just goes, well, screw this. I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. And she just launches herself, grabs one of the ropes and starts pulling on the, uh, and you know, even Batman's like, what are you doing? Stop. You know, she just said, fuck it. I'm just going to try this. And it worked because then all of a sudden Batman always gets on there and the, the, the bell tower noise affects, of course, vertigo because it's right. Now. This is where the other yellow oval. Oh, happens. is that where the other one happened to? Okay. He jumps off. <laughs> it's not there. Yeah. He sinks out of camera and comes back up yeah. and it's there. Oh, okay. So there it is. That animation. Gotta love that. Um, so then, you know, that's pretty much how they, uh, how they get vertigo to, uh, you know, obviously get him. Uh, that's how they defeat him and everything. But of course, well, please tell me, please tell me that gave you some Batman 1989 vibes. Oh, totally. totally Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 100 percent. I mean, that's just I mean, you look at the whole like that little final battle between the Joker and Batman and him facing all his henchmen. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, that's why I, I made the joke. I'm like, well, got how many got how many bell towers does Gotham City freaking have? You know, I mean, let's face it. They're probably all over the place in that city. You know, so I also questioned: Did Vertigo die at the end? Yeah, he doesn't come back. He falls into the water. Back up! I'm just saying. And we don't see him ever again, do we? Or no? Okay, now this is this is me stretching. I'm trying to remember if Vertigo ever shows back up in Justice League. Mm. I, I don't know though. I. I 
can tell you this he he never shows up again in the rest of batman the animated series or superman the animated series so he's dead (laughs) he died uh but then again who knows maybe he just uh you know swam to shore and decided you know his device was probably broken he was like you know what I'm just going to open up a restaurant or something like that. I don't know. Maybe he just changed his ways after getting defeated. But then, of course, we're like, oh, there's still some time left. And, of course, Talia and Batman are walking away from the scene. And it's like, oh, and here's where um, the ruse is up. And uh, this is the scene I want. Because, I, you know, I thought it was a cool little reveal of, uh, of Raish. Raish? Raish Raz. I know people like always go back and forth with like how you say his name, not the full name. Obviously, Raz Al Ghul. For but if you shorten it, do you use you use Raish or Raz? Okay. Yeah. He, okay. Here, yeah. here is where the debate comes yes. in. <laughs> um, some people will argue that both of them are acceptable pronunciations because one refers to the demon's head head as in literally as in a head and then another translation is head as in the head of an organization so it's more of a figurative thing now i've heard that said i know that denny o'neill always said that it was pronounced race that that was how denny o'neill pronounced it i think neil adams went with Roz, and i also know that fatma friend of the show has said that in Arabic there would there is no such thing as a race okay. pronunciation in Arabic. So even if technically uh, it's incorrect to say, I've been calling him Rachel Ghoul since 1993. That and and Denny O'Neill. It's kind of hard. It to may not be correct. In, it, it may not be correct in Arabic, but it's the way I call his name. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like, like, you know, I mean, the uh, the figure behind you, Darkseid, his young version, there's still not really uh, how you say his uh, his name, uh, which is totally. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, even like Zach said, and we just kind of went with Uxis, I guess, you know, so a lot of people are like Uxis, Yuxis, Uxis, you know, all that stuff. Anyway, oh, you, no, 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 Dave, you, okay. you're you ass. Yeah, I know, Uke's, you. I know, I know. That's just me being stupid. I know, I know. That's just like, because it's just, it sounds funny for comedic purposes. But yes, yeah, so here's the scene right here where we get uh, Talia just kind of going like, all right. And then Batman does a little swift little thing at the end uh, before he gives her the uh, drill right here. Look at the one eye. I Nope. Wait. Wait. <laughs> he was hoping that she said wait. So then she's got a spike sticking out of her. Does she? She had a spike and then it was gone. Like it was another one of those things. I was like, wait a minute. It looked like she had a spear gun. And then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you were one of them. One of them. Dun dun dun. There's the gyrocopter. Yay. So that, that was that was pretty crafty right there where she's just looking at him and then she just casually this just grabs onto it. Yeah, you will. That's, that's what that reminds me of right there. Looking up and saying you will. And there he is. She looks so happy right there. David Warner. Who's yep. been in ve- many, 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 many movies. Tron. Tron. Secret of the Ooze. Yes, those are the two main ones that I know I'm from. And of course, Sabotage. Ha <laughs> ha. The Batman. So mad. So even in defeat. The detective manager. I like how he always calls him the detective. Yeah. I know. As you said, detective. Detective. This is not over. Dun dun dun! Man. And it's so cool when I'm 10 and I have no flipping clue who this guy <laughs> exactly. is. Yeah, you're just, well, I think like at first I thought it was the whatchamacallit, the, the magnificent dude. I, I thought it was him at first. I thought like, uh, the, you know, the one of the bad episodes. Uh, what's his name? The, the Doom guy, you know? 
Oh, a prophecy Doom, of yeah. Doom. Yeah, I think yeah. my ten-year-old brain went to that. I'm like, is that the guy? The the guy who was like faking, you know, shit. Is that that guy? I think that's what I thought who it was because you know he had a similar kind of look, and I think we kind of we we talked about that too when we talked about that episode. He has a Raza Ghoul type look, but. Nope, not that guy. This is somebody, somebody uh, far more smarter and uh, and and dangerous. Very dangerous, dude. Very dangerous. Oh yes, absolutely. Now, uh, I think I've mentioned this before. I'm not sure if I've got a chance to mention it on the show, but cool, cool little uh, connection here. Hmm. So we never mentioned it earlier, but Michael York was the voice of Vertigo in this yeah, episode. Uh, classic, yeah, it sounds familiar. English yeah. actor. Uh, he, for me, I think about things like, uh, in the 1968 Romeo and Juliet, he was Tybalt in the Richard Lester three Musketeers movies. He was D'Artagnan. Nice. Uh, okay. look, look him up, Yeah. look him up. And he's one of those guys. It's like, Oh no, you've seen him in like everything. Like a ton kind of things. things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he was the voice of vertigo in this episode where at the end, uh, um, Rachel Gould gets introduced. Yeah, cool little connection. And and by the way, we also will hear him in a future episode because they used nice. him a lot. He come he'll come back in another Batman episode. Hey, he's in Zatanna. Oh, okay, well there you go. Uh, but then in Superman the uh, the animated series, he plays, and I'm forgetting the Apocalyptian character that he played. Uh, but he plays uh, someone from Apocalypse. In the episode that at the end, we get our first introduction to Dark Side. <laughs> nice. Nice little parallel right there. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And the reveal happens like, you know, it's like the episode's over. Yeah. And then the character, like, like Talia does, like, you know, uh -huh. you know walks in and then it, it and the episode literally ends on dark side just like this episode ends on race and it's just like oh yeah a little bit but michael york yeah. is in both of those episodes Ooh, i think that wow. was just so hilarious See, this is the kind of stuff that you hear on batman the fanimated stream that is it right there i love it so, yep, this is a good, great episode. Really great episode. Good introduction. Of course, we're gonna see, um, we're gonna see the the ghouls later. We're gonna see Talia later. We're gonna see uh, Rache later too, um, obviously. But uh, yeah, good introduction. Good. I, I think this is a really good episode. Really good. Episode. This is a really good episode. And and once again, ten year old me didn't know who Talia was. Exactly. Didn't know who Rachel Ghoul nope. was. I mean, Liam Neeson showing up in Batman Begins. The only reason that has any impact yeah. on me is because of this. Yeah, and that's what's funny too is like even thinking about that and just look. And then you know, because at first I remember it was like, oh yeah, Ken want to want to be want to be what what not want to be want to be right. That's how you say his last name. You know. Right? Uh, what, uh, what, 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 Tom, uh, yeah, one like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, I remember when it was revealed, oh, he's playing uh, Raza Ghoul. And I was like, oh, cool. Interesting. And it's like nobody like, put it together, but it's like, oh, yeah. Well, if you, but then when you watch Batman Begins now, you go, yeah, he looks like that. I mean, just the way his, his, uh, his, uh, facial, um, you know, hair looks and everything. It's like, yeah, how, to, how did anybody like who, didn't watch you know who watched batman the animated series not put the, that together right there I, oh i didn't but because yeah. you know what because they called him henry ducard yeah. who was an actual character in the comics yeah so it's so just, it like, just like yeah they did a really good job with that reveal a really good job but then it was just like oh yeah it does make sense but uh so what do we got next week well remember oh yeah because you're going on because i'm gonna be, gonna be out of town so in two weeks from now in two weeks from now, we'll be talking about the man who killed Batman. Dun, dun, dun. This I love yes. that episode. Good episode. It is Paul Dini written? It is Bruce Tim directed. Nice. It's 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 got all the goodies in that episode, and it's just this one was like a good, serious, dramatic one, and the man who killed Batman is just a. It's darkly comedic and yeah. i love it <laughs> yeah yeah it definitely is uh so there you go guys so no episode next week but the week after make sure you uh make sure you watch that episode the man who killed batman um and uh yeah we'll be back there and uh go ahead scott let's go ahead and uh send off well of course you can find me on twitter at scott dc 27 you can find my podcast the dc squadcast 
different podcasts can be found. Uh, we are continuing our series of the Batman scene by scene. So coming up this week will be scene six, which basically is uh, the press conference to the Batcave. Nice. And you know the continuation of that monologue from the Batman. And then, of course, you can find us on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network shows at squadcastmedia.com. And, of course, you can always support us at patreon.com slash squadcastmedia. Our next episode, it has been recorded. So the next episode to release will be our review of 2007's Ghost Rider Ooh. with Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Man, there are some great things about that movie, and then there are some just what <laughs> about that? And that is, and that is the great, that is the beauty of that conversation yeah. is us going. There's stuff in here we really like. Yes, and then there's other stuff. God, I mean that shot when you, you know you got the two Ghost Riders, you know Sam Elliott and Nick Cage. Sam Elliott's Ghost Rider on the horse, and him, and they're just going through the desert. Such a great shot. You're like that kind of stuff with Ghost Rider in the sky yeah. playing in the score. Yes. I mean, there's some really beautiful moments in there, but man, there are some just what the fucks in there too. Anyways, guys, <laughs> yeah, hit that like thumbs up uh, before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you want to come member. Do so. All the links are provided down below. Uh, in a little bit here, I'll be doing the Patreon stream, so we want to be part of that. Join the Patreon. Come on in for a chat. We'll be talking all kinds of stuff that happened last week. Like, I mean, there's so much good content that came this week. Man, Top Gun, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, and then of course Stranger, Stranger Things, things. All kinds of things so if you want to be part of that join the patreon and uh come in for a little bit of a chat and uh that's pretty much it guys like i said no episode next week but the weekend after we're doing it again same bat time same bat channel all right guys talk to you later <laughs>